Hey everybody, this is Nobody Likes Casey McLean. I'm recording this. Uh, this intro I'm recording weeks after the podcast got recorded. It features Adam Lucky and Greg Beechler. Um, it's the second of three podcasts recorded in Austin, Texas. My dog is really involved in this right now. Uh, want to say hi, Laney? I don't even know if it'll come through that you was sniffing the mic. But uh, anyway, uh, very fun podcast. Adam Lucky's a guy that that moved to Austin, Texas from Seattle. Greg is my buddy. This is uh, this episode, he is a... Oh, I thought I was going to get a doggy on. Um, this episode, he's a co-host. Uh, anyway, you can follow Greg at Greg Beachler on Instagram, Adam Lucky at underscore Adam Lucky. I'm at DKC McLean. Please come out and see me. Oh, there we go. A dog sneeze. We get a dog sneeze on microphone. Uh, okay. Um, if you want, I just recorded and released a bonus episode on my Substack for a couple months. I'm going to leave all the episodes up there uh, ad-free and each week a bonus episode for free for a couple months. And then eventually they're going to go behind a paywall. Hopefully you'll still think it's worth listening to and pay me a little bit of money to make them. A couple, uh, couple extra projects coming up. Hopefully we'll see those. That's uh, It feels important to say <laughs> they're projects and not just some very likely unsuccessful bullshit that I'm thinking about right now. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, come see me do stand-up. I'll be in, uh, in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin coming up. These are the cities that I'll be in. You can figure out when I'm going to be there. Appleton, Wisconsin, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Tacoma, Washington, where I live, Seattle, Washington, Puyallup, Washington, uh, Cascade, Idaho in a couple weeks with the uh, the uh, podcast co-host here, Greg Beachler. Come on out, uh, see me perform, buy a t-shirt, keep an eye out for these very soon to be, these soon to be very unsuccessful projects that I have in the works. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Check out my stubs, my Substack at caseymclean.substack.com. Uh, um, and all right, enjoy Adam Lucky and Greg Beachler. Fucking. All right. Yeah, we're starting. This is it. I'm ruining the fucking good conversation we were having by trying to create content. I mean, to be honest, Casey, I really don't think it's our place to say that word, especially now that Greg is here. I feel like this is a little uncomfortable. I don't think we should. I know that. Oh, we, yeah. I, what I understand what you were saying. Like, we did create the word. Yeah. But I don't think we should. We, it uh, it is it. our word. That's yeah. what I've always said. And the said. fact that you put the R at the end didn't make it better. It made it yeah. worse. Well, you should hear what I... Because we slept next to each other, Greg and I did last night. <laughs> yeah. And it's involuntary at that point, right? Like, I'm just saying what comes into my oh, subconscious. sleep N-words? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Some people sleepwalk. I sleep N-word, yeah, actually. Wear one of those sleep apnea machines, <laughs> but just to cover the sound of the It's a N-word. sleep N-word machine? <laughs> sleep N-word machine. I got to put the tube on my nose. Otherwise, I get punched in my face. When I wake up last. It just trans- it catches them all. They all go into the yeah, machine. And then it translated to Tyler Perry movies are so good. <laughs> Greg's like, hey, yeah. Medea does what? <laughs> Oh, I'm walking off this podcast right now. <laughs> Good, dude. You, yeah, who knew it would get this racist this early? I actually am one of the blackest comedians in Austin, though. So <laughs> that's interesting. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how white this scene is. So. <laughs> yeah, what, no, there was a couple of white. would be that white, man. You, a, you didn't think it would be that white? No. Mm, that's very, very white. It's probably the whitest big city in Texas, I would say. Okay. Makes sense. That's why it's super liberal out here. 
Yeah. Because there's so many white people. That's actually interesting. I think that is true. And I don't think most people would think that. What did you guys think? Like, what were you expecting? Did you not know a lot about Austin? Um, I knew it would be super liberal. I didn't know what it would be like racially. It's it's certainly more uh, brown than fucking Seattle. Yeah, well, that's for sure. Well, I mean, anything like south, this whole area is very Hispanic. And San Antonio is like primarily Hispanic. Well, the other thing is we don't know the neighborhoods. So like we just went to a taco place and then... This is a, a bad s- area. <laughs> this, is this is like probably the worst part of Austin, like as a whole. <laughs> Which is funny. I figured that when I walked to the stairways, I was like, someone definitely's been murdered in these stairs. Yeah, yeah that, that, sure no doubt. But I mean, that's why we could afford to share a hotel room here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good prices. Where you guys were last night, 7th, which is right off 6th. Did you guys go up to 6th at all to check no. it out? Because that's like the giant party street. It looks like a parade. Right. They closed the whole street well, off. Well, I think I drove on it on accident a couple oh, times. Oh, really? While yeah, it was closed? Oh, no. I guess it was whatever we were on was open, but there was like uh, there was some high traffic streets. Oh, it was Thursday, we right? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, they probably, it probably wasn't closed. It, they closed it like, I think at like 9. Gotcha. But on weekends, they have to because it's literally just like thousands of people. And people get murdered there ev- almost every single night. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Hopefully we'll <laughs> be that's one. like not even, it's not that bad of a area. you did like pray to Jesus that you watched me get robbed on this trip, right? He just wants wow. to Wow. I did. I think, no, because yeah. Greg, Greg has been like, dude, there's not even a fucking single homeless person here. This All this stuff is bullshit. He's like, he goes, he goes, uh, he's like, yeah, this is all pussy compared to Seattle. And then we walked into it. No, he said those exact words. <laughs> what the fuck, right? <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> he goes. He goes. Austin is pussy Seattle. These people don't know anything. And then uh, we walked into a gas station last night, and it was just just the most insane people. I think in was Austin. it the one right by the club? Yeah, like the right Valero. The yeah. Uh, yeah, that one's scary as fuck. There was a there was a black lady that walked in, and she's got a fucking laptop in her hand. <laughs> yeah. And we're walking out, and she's coming in with a police officer, like they're coming in together. And she's like. She's like, I found my boyfriend's laptop. There he is. Ooh, to Greg. And she's like, he's so sexy. <laughs> he's sexy. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, That's my boyfriend. Right. Yeah, he just walked out, though. Like, yeah, right. So you got laid last I night. This, huh? yeah. Long story yeah. short, Greg Long brought a girl back. Long story <laughs> short, there was some, we brought some bail money for that lady, and she... Well, we partied in here. The police station is actually right across the street from there, and that is like oh, one of the worst areas downtown still. There's actually a homeless woman there that shaves her pussy and asshole. Like once a week, just on the street, and no one does anything about it. Oh wow! Which is actually kind of impressive because you don't think of homeless people having shaved pussies, or especially assholes. that's true. I would imagine it's what's most impressive is like she doesn't get ingrown hairs or anything like that. She probably does. Yeah, <laughs> okay. not like she's she's slicing from them from far off away. And... It's pretty good homeless genitalia up close. I'm sure there's stuff moving around on it. What are, so shaving her asshole is mm-hmm. a pretty impressive. I don't. I'm not that flexible. She's young and she doesn't look that homeless, but her gotcha. whole, she. Her whole head is shaved. What does that even make her look that homeless? Like, like she's homeless new. Weekend. She's probably a new homeless. She just got out there. Do you not know? You're she's, from Seattle. So you know what real homeless looks like. I know, but you never see like the new shit that much. Mostly it's just like, is this guy alive on the street? That's true. And Seattle's I, kind of an end of homeless days city. She, <laughs> well, that's what we were, we were talking about too, is like this place is probably attractive because it's warm and dry most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Seattle is like raining and cold, cold most yeah. of the time. But you guys are fucking lucky because... Like when we moved down here, like and just like a year ago is when they changed it. There was literally a tent city under every single overpass intersection. In the like, no matter where you were gotcha. in town, if you went under a bridge, there was at least like seven tents. As much as like 
80 tents at, so, at some of the right. overpasses. What did they do with all the homeless people? How did we just, them? we don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> that's kind of like the, situation. that's the Austin golden rule, dog. We you did, just yeah. don't, you don't just question it. We did, by the way, run into your like, two girlfriends yesterday. Two girlfriends? Oh, Chris. Yeah. Chris Reese and your your actual, <laughs> you, you guys are uh, I don't remember engaged. Her name. Yeah, she's my fiance. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, manages the Creek in the Cave. I know. I know. We yeah. really kissed up to her while we were like. <laughs> That's a good move. I was like, uh, I go, because when we walked in, I actually saw Rebecca Trent. And I don't yeah. know. Do you even know who Rebecca Trent is? No, dude. So she's like the, when it was in New York, she was like the owner of the Creek in the Cave. Okay. And now I think it's like an ownership group, right? Yeah. She's like primary. She's like head booker lead owner like right. she still does most of the stuff there i mean carrie is like the general manager so right. she handles all that but yeah, yeah. well i mean it's still a good contact for us to have right yeah. And yeah it was like but it was really cool because like we i mean what's what my feeling in austin not to like austin's like any other comedy city where it's like all these people are friends yeah. and greg is kind of greg is uh friendly so he went in and was like made friends in there and I didn't have a good set, so I went out in the audience and pouted for five fucking comics till Greg <laughs> went up move. an hour later. And uh, and so, uh, yeah, like, I just never, like, you know, it's tough when you're like, oh, this is like all a click. I mean, not, I'm sure they all hate each other just like everybody. I don't even know too, right? if I'd say that. Like, I mean, I'm also not clicky. I mean, I sure. wasn't in Seattle. I'm not here either. I just, I kind of do my own thing. But it, there's clicks, but there's so many. Because, I mean, there's like... Groups of people that came here from Nashville, and then there's like groups right. of people that came here from South Carolina, and like LA and New York, and all of those guys are kind of friends. And then like all the people who primarily get booked kind of are buddies, and all the people who mainly do the open mics. But that's like a group of like thousands of sure. people. Sure. <laughs> but so, well, what I, what so I would like, say is, in my my feeling, and I think you feel differently, is that I didn't. I felt like everybody in there kind of knew each other. They had like a yeah. Friend, well, like for that especially on yeah. a like weekday showcase show where there's not a lot of out of towner comics swooping right. in. Like tonight or tomorrow on the Filthy Show, actually, like we have like two Detroit comedians. We have oh, nice. an LA guy who recently moved here, Jamie nice. Kilstein. Oh wow, that's awesome! I, yeah. I know who Jamie Kilstein is. Yeah, he uh, he's interesting. We're actually starting our podcast, the Filthy Show podcast, this Sunday, and he's going to be our first guest. Oh, that's awesome! So that's yeah, because do you know who Jamie Kilstein is? Yeah, I heard of him. I don't never met him. Okay, but do you know his story? No, it's fun. So he's like, uh, <laughs> he was like a super woke lefty podcaster. And then some, I, the, his like big controversy is that him and his wife had like an open relationship and then he like did it wrong somehow and he got like canceled over oh, that. Wait, right? I think I did hear this. Like, didn't they say he was like using his position of power? Of course. To, like, yeah, of course. People, and then like he just got lambasted. Well, like, you group sure. yourself in with those people. They're not very like. And so then he's had people. like a, a return to center, like maybe, maybe not politically, but like comedy wise where he's not like. He used to be like basically trying to cancel comedians. Yeah. And now he's like cool. Well, I think for him it was like he saw the people who were forgiving and willing to like hear him out right. rather than just be like fuck you, you're not part of us anymore. Yeah. And so it kind of turned him around. And you know, it might be and phony. Coincidentally, I don't know him at all. So All those people were the people who he was shitting on. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, and some of those people are like it's buddies now. Like yeah, it was Jay exactly. Gomez. Yeah. He's exactly. doing shows with him and stuff. He was just on his podcast. So that's good. It is cool. Like you have, I mean, it's a million things led to this, by the way, we should make clear. You didn't move to Austin because Austin was the cool place. It was. I mean, I had a feeling it might be, but it was right. just cause it was the only place Yeah, <laughs> that was legitimately well, the you're only from reason. Texas, right? Yeah. And like my, I had some family down here, but originally our plan was New York. And oh, then, wow. I didn't know yeah, that. that and it, it would have been another like two years. But yeah. then that happened, and I was just like, well, New York isn't an option. And then Austin 
like seemed like the next big the next best thing for that time because like I I figured comedy would still be going on and then the day I the literally the day we moved here Cap City closed oh yeah <laughs> so that was cool that stuff well yeah I was supposed to fucking be working the new Cap City this weekend and it's yeah. still not reopened still not who knows when that's gonna happen yeah but, and that's even gonna by the way it, you gave me the jump on that which I appreciate yeah which, for sure. which I didn't I don't I think I got like, any extra bookings. At, as a result, mm-hmm. but at least I knew I wasn't going to come down and be fucking blindsided. Yeah, no, yeah. that's good. And then you can still do the roast battle show and stuff tonight. Mm. That would have sucked if we gave Greg a different opponent. Yeah, true. <laughs> Chris Reese was going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you could have done the same shit for Chris. Yeah. No, actually, I've roasted Chris before. I actually have jokes for Chris. Oh, though. perfect. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, man, I came here because, I mean, obviously Rogan was here, but I was... The first like was, transplant was Rogan I'd here say. when you he was here, but like he wasn't doing anything. Like it was before he was doing shows at the Vulcan and shit. Well, when did you, so you and I, if you remember, you and I were gonna like basically co-produce, but you do seventy-five percent of it, and I do way less. Oh than yeah, you. that essence lounge yeah, was essence it that? Lounge. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And you that. did like a couple open mics there, and the first mm-hmm. show, if I remember, was supposed to be. Like March twenty seventh or 29th. Yeah, we had like a really good lineup. St- yeah, and yeah. then that fucking no, they had boards yeah. on their windows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and so uh, so then, but when did you move down here? Uh, we got here July first of twenty twenty. And fucking Rogan was already here, I'm and it's time just has yeah. no fucking meaning anymore. He was either here or on his way here. But then I'm gotcha. probably talking about it heavily at least on sure. the podcast. Yeah, there was there was two open mics that I found. And uh, they were both kind of like underground, like you couldn't really. I stumbled upon one on one of the Austin groups because the guy was like mentioning it in the comments. No one was like throwing it out or anything. Gotcha. And uh, then I did one of those, and then I kind of got the word of the other ones. And then just, I mean, like every month there's like six or seven more, and then like more showcases. Yeah. More comics. Was even the Creek in the Cave? They weren't even here yet when you. No, no, actually, um, the guy. This is like a whole thing. <laughs> the whole Marty Johnson. What's his name? No, it's not Marty Johnson. That's a completely different guy. Marty Clark. Marty Johnson is a very nice guy in Oklahoma. Love you, Marty Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Marty Johnson. No Marty Johnson. Do you know him? No. Uh, oh. Who's Marty Clark? Marty Clark is the guy who is basically like responsible for reviving comedy in Austin, like in oh, a big wow. way. Like, so there was a couple of those open mics. Then there was this guy Marty Clark who's just started. Every other day, he'd have a new open mic or a new showcase. Oh, wow. He's the one. He got high on mushrooms, listened to Rebecca Trent on Legion of Skanks talk about how the creek was closing down, and he texted her that night or got her phone number somehow, and I think called her oh, high wow. out of his mind on mushrooms, never meeting her before, and was just like, I am Austin Comedy. Come bring the creek here. Like, I'll run is it with you. Is he right? Is, is he Austin Comedy? I mean, he was at the time. Sure. Like, for sure. And I think the story with him was he had come here before, and like, I think, before COVID, Austin was so clicky, like yeah. kind of like Seattle, like just yeah. very like kind of more alt leaning. So if you weren't like in that realm of comedy, you weren't welcome. And he was kind of more like the party crazy comic kind of guy, very high right. energy. And yeah, he I mean, he ran all the shit. He had like five or six showcases. Every good open mic was his open mic. Oh, wow. And then uh, he's the one that got carried my fiance, the job at the creek and then some stuff happened <laughs> well we can talk about that within, the podcast, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> within the club it sounds I mean, like what you call it some stuff i assume yeah that. all of that to that point is like public knowledge so i won't like dive more gotcha. into that but yeah there's a lot of rumors about what happened 
But I'm, yeah, I'm things kind of fell out. through. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had a friend who is still one of the owners there. Oh, so was that dude one of the owners? Yeah. So and he, he was, I, I believe, I believe, I don't know. Like, I don't want to talk out of my ass. I really don't sure. know the specifics. Yeah. I just know that he was like the main reason. I think he picked the venue. We, he brought us to the venue before like, and I mean, there was a looking back. There's a lot of clues that this guy was like kind of sketchy. Cause like, he's like giving us a tour of the, club and then he takes us into what's the green room now right but then it was just a dark stone room and there's just a mattress and a book and a candle and i was like marty are you living here <laughs> and he was like no don't worry about it i was like oh fuck it's so funny how comedy just fucking introduces you to these insane people and i mean we all liked marty and i think you'll hear a lot of people say differently now because sure. just to you know he's kind of like blacklisted almost he left i don't know where he is now if he's still alive or not but yeah i mean he he helped out so many people he got a lot of us kind of pushed into the scene more right without having to rely on like the old austin comics that didn't want anybody new for the most part well yeah that's the we i was one of the things i was gonna pitch is i thought that would be that i thought would be fun and now i'm very much questioning whether it would have been fun or not was a thursday show called like we're not actually moving here so (laughs) (laughs) no that would have been fun we're just coming here like we're just two seattle guys coming for one show like yeah well, um, there's there's so many comics that just kind of make this uh, like every other month destination, right? And I think it's worth it for that because you do end up making a lot of good connections, and yeah, so many more big name comedians are going to come here once Rogan opens up. For sure, yeah. That's uh, I would like. I wish that I made any of those connections, but I was too busy pouting. I'll have to fucking <laughs> ride Greg's coattails. You'll meet. I mean, I'll, I pouted I'll into the morning, dude. I was pouting. One of the judges tonight on the roast battle is actually one of the owners. Of oh, the nice. club, Colton. And he's a comic, too. He's really cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's awesome. And uh, tomorrow, it's a fucking way too many people on the show tomorrow. So you'll meet a lot of comics tomorrow. Oh, my God. We're just going to do, we're going to do like a combined 11 minutes this fucking yeah. week. No, you guys will get eight minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But, I mean, tomorrow's going to be fucking killer. Like, Filthy yeah. Show is so much fun. It's, nice. real, it's rowdy, but it's not rowdy. Like, they're going to interrupt. Like, if they're interrupting, it's because they're like, talking in like a laughing way not like a right, fuck right. yourself no yeah i like i like the, my problem last night is i'm trying to be a good boy right so that i yeah. fucking had like a crowd interaction going and i'm like oh there's a bunch of material i want to do so i'm just not gonna keep going down this fucking path and i should have just i need to get better at like uh accepting that the set isn't going to be what i want it to be yeah and just go have fun with this fucking dummy that's yelling out well that's know? the thing is like i think that's yeah, the main the best laugh was when i told it that chick was like, she's like, what about Frozen? And then she just stopped. I was like, you're not going to finish? Yeah. You're going to interrupt not even finish? Do you fucking bitch? I know. Yeah. I said, uh, I go, I go, what the fuck is up with these birds at your airport? Like, it sounds like a bird genocide or a pigeon genocide's happening at the airport. <laughs> and this lady goes, yeah, they're pigeons. And I was like, oh, really? They're just pigeons? She's like, well, they're actually. And she goes into like this fucking. Jesus. And I was like, I was like, I don't fucking. She's like, you know how like at this road they do that? I'm like, I don't fucking live here, lady. And she goes, and then another guy goes, no, they're scarecrows. And I go, sir, that's the stupidest thing you've ever said. They're not scarecrows. Scarecrows are things you put up to scarecrows away. They're not birds. And they're like, <laughs> laughed at that and then i go okay everybody shut the fuck up and they hated that well that's like i was gonna say is that's one of the things i've noticed in austin is they like kind of unique not necessarily just like this is my set like they want to see like who are you sure that's why it's kind of becoming a place where you almost can kind of build a fan base because i had a night one time at the creek where i was like almost blackout drunk and i went up on a show and i think for like seven of my minutes i just told all the comics in the back to quit 
<laughs> and just like one of them yelled out like what are some like advice you give new comics i was like kill homeless people i was like you can suck their essence through their eyes it was oh, like yeah. a blue essence and it makes you funnier and then I, I was like, that was terrible. I got to say, I got three bookings. I, got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had three people go out to me like, you want to come do my show? I was like, That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. I know. There's sometimes those moments like, well, it's, and it's easier when you have a longer set. I did a fucking hour in Montana the other day, and I did like 35 minutes of material. Yeah. And the rest of it was like, well, let's just go where you're going to go, dude. Like, we have time. But that, plenty of time. that's the thing in Austin, too, though, is 10 minutes here is long. That's a long set. Cause it's That's like, as long as they'll give you. Most of the shows here are showcase style. Right. And like right. even like the secret show with Brian Redband where it's like Tony Hinchcliffe, Joe Rogan, Ron White, those guys are even just doing like 15 minutes. Right. Tops. So no, like if, that's that's like, I get that. That's like totally fine. I, it's just like, uh, by the way, I'm coming here. It wasn't, yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't like they fucking asked me to come. Oh, I mean, for sure. They were just out like, have you seen this Casey McClain? Yeah. And then it's we bring just it, different. But I was like, every other time I've traveled for comedy, it's like I'm doing 25 every yeah, night, twice sure. a night or something, and making money. And this is just like, it's a different, it's like I've never, I've never gotten into a festival. Yeah. Uh, because of, you know, the reasons that. People like me don't get into festivals. <laughs> and uh, you got to do news Greg, in the application. <laughs> he, he got in a festival, man. What are you talking about? That's true. I've done two. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you did the you did the festival that I have a potential chance of getting into. What, Skank Fest? Yeah. That's true. You, you're not racist enough, actually. <laughs> I have my uh, I have an application in for it, and I know they haven't watched the video yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did they? Because I've also heard they've started rejecting people. Um, as far as I know, outside of the big name, comedians there have has been no submissions taken so yeah you, hell yeah i wouldn't feel too bad about that yeah. good can you submit for them that's You're, over yeah yeah I but i also yeah i also know there's somewhere like as much as like 800 oh i believe it i believe <laughs> like, it that's just like a guesstimation just from like how many people i've heard yeah. are doing it and then like out of town comics i know that are doing it yeah, i'm they sure got, it's way up there you guys there was like a bunch of former seattle area comics that were in it last year well i was on it and then I brought Chris Reese with me. Right. And he wasn't on it, but he still did like as many shows as I did. Oh, that's awesome. Because like we know a lot of the people working it. We know right. a lot of the volunteers. So it's just like they have our numbers. And like they were just texting me. And the second day we were there, I was high on my ass on Molly. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, can you come do like 10 minutes in the biggest room here? Like in front of like 900 people. And I was just like, no. <laughs> I was like, I will. But no, I can't. <laughs> Like, if you need me to, I'll do it. Did you but do I, it? No, the person uh, that they were going to have me replace showed up. Oh, like, gotcha, at the last gotcha. minute. Because that's the thing is, you know, you'll have like, I replaced like Ari Shafir like three times. Right. Because I would just know I'd go like in the smallest room there, the box, which was so fun. It's just a room that seats maybe like 80 people. And like, that's just kind of where everyone went to like sit down. Right. Because it was like air conditioned. You could sit down in there. It wasn't outside. And so like. I'd be like, okay, Tim Dillon's on that showcase. He's not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd just go hang out in the green room, and then they'd be like, is Tim Dillon here? I'd be like, no, but I am. Yeah. And uh, I could also go on offensive rants if you yeah. need me to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's uh, – I'm hoping, because that's like the one, I think, like true meritocracy uh, fucking festival. No, that – that one's real, and it's not like I mean they do legitimately just book who they think is the funniest of the right. submissions they get. There's and really, they also don't. They don't really charge. play politics. No, which I think 
every festival should do. I think. Well, then they wouldn't have money to put on the festival. Well, then you shouldn't put on a festival. Yeah, I agree. Then you don't have a festival. Of course. Of course. (laughs) If you have to con people and there's a festival in Seattle right now that like actually didn't charge very much, but still it's like, dude, I got to pay to fucking go do shows at the same places that I could just book my own show. That's, and I won't say this festival because I know the guy that runs it. He's really nice, but I did apply to be on it before I moved here. And then I didn't get on, and then it happened while I was here, and I was just, like, going to the shows that I would have been on if I was on it. And I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not on this, because then I wouldn't be able to do these other shows I'm doing that are fucking packed, and this right. one has, like, 60 people. At oh, it. it was in Texas you applied It was for? in Austin. Gotcha. It's a festival here, which now, you know, people can figure out what it is. <laughs> well, yeah. no offense. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, you guys yeah. won't. But if the guy, I mean... The guy who runs it is really cool, and it's uh, it's a fine festival. He had a lot of good comics on it. Well, also, I feel I mean, I feel like the thing about here again, probably like Seattle, which I've never had to come to Seattle. You came to? Did you do comedy before you came to Seattle? Once. Oh, okay. One I did time. one open mic in San Antonio at gotcha, a club okay. that I've gone back to since. And nice. It's, gotcha. It's really nice. Back. Is it? LOL? It's cool. Yeah, LOL. LOL is awesome. It's a great club. That's owned by like the people that own like uh, improv. The- people oh it's improv people they, they, they own, own the uh, houston improv and the addison improv i believe gotcha i think they they might own the uh some new york clubs no no maybe those are, anyways it doesn't matter i'm no, not sure i know they, they at, at least have those three and gotcha. uh i mean that club i haven't been to the other improv i'm doing a show at the addison improv next week oh nice, nice. but uh that is. i, I did one of my first or i think the first time i ever did comedy outside of the northwest was uh at the houston improv i did their opening oh yeah you told me that and it's like it was funny because also it was like uh, Nene Leakes was headlining that weekend. You know who Nene Leakes is? God, it sounds familiar. She's one of the housewives of Atlanta. Does Tyler Perry play her? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 I'm sure they've ah, got some. Ah, Nene. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, she's not a comic. It was okay. like not a comic. She's like, a oh, she's just like a famous reality, person, reality show person star. Basically. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I was like. I was like, well, fuck, there's no, I'm certainly not getting a guest spot on the NeNe Leaks stand-up show, so <laughs> yeah. I will try to get into this open mic, and uh, I had, like, a pretty good set, and I, I always love, like, Houston has, like, an actually diverse crowd. Yeah, As opposed sure. to, like, an all-white or all-black crowd. Yeah, I mean, Austin is all, I'm guessing you guys had all-white crowds. Pretty much, right? pretty yeah. Much, there yeah. was a couple, a couple, uh of minorities in the audience, yeah. but not very many. Roast Battle will bring out pretty diverse crowds. Oh, nice. I, I We had a mostly black crowd for the first one we did there, and it was awesome. And Filthy Show also. I mean, I'll have 12 black people in the crowd, and I'll be like, this is the blackest audience I've ever had in Austin. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This is a big deal. These are all of the black people in But Austin. then if you just go up north a little bit, like Pflugerville is like primarily black. I oh, believe. yeah. So it's Well, like, Texas, this, this is like the shit yeah, about... Yeah, is that the hood around Austin is Pflugerville? No, nah, Pflugerville's pretty nice. Yeah, it's not nice. bad. There yeah. are bad parts, but yeah, for, overall, it's a pretty nice city. That's the thing in the South, Hey, man. Greg, just because it's a black city doesn't mean it's bad, dog. What the fuck was <laughs> that? That's actually the thing about the South, though, <laughs> is, is the fucking... Uh, it's pretty bad, the black part is. <laughs> <laughs> like Atlanta, there's like full minority suburbs, yeah, but which Atlanta doesn't has exist. Like the most like wealthy black people in the nation, man. Like that, that's of course, but Texas does too. Dallas sure. has uh, Dallas and fucking Houston have a lot of yeah uh, affluent da- black. Houston sure is very too. very black. So is Dallas, right? And yeah. mostly affluent. I think I don't know. Affluent don't know. means wealthy. Uh, 
That's wow. fucked up, dude. I, mean, <laughs> I could have pointed at Greg. It would have been more racist than, than just mean. Uh, I'm Jewish, though, so maybe you're just being are racist. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, man. You're, I, you're doing it real bad. I play it up here a lot because, <laughs> I I mean, to be any kind of minority here is a big deal because there's, like, none. <laughs> you were a yarmulke I'm, everywhere now. Yeah. Like, I never mentioned I was man. Jewish in Seattle, dude. Now I'm like, Lahayam, guys. Can I get on this show? Shalom. <laughs> but that I'll say that, too, because I seattle that i know that was always a really big thing as like they wanted like female comedian gay comedian black comedian like asian comedian like you just see that you don't see as much here with the females you do like we saw a woman uh last night casey something i can't remember her last oh shornima yeah she's fucking she's great, dude. awesome she was dude yeah. she's part of the nashville squad and they're all amazing Oh, really? I mean, there's like five of them. It's like her, Lucas McCrary, who I think I mentioned to you. Yeah. Matt Boyd, who's a fucking machine. I think probably the most underrated comedian. And then Darian Irwin and Trey Pack, they're like two big fat guys. They're like best friends that look identical. Oh, that's They look funny. like twins. <laughs> and they're like both fat, but like in a unique way, but like not related <laughs> at all. <laughs> Man. And they're, they're both monsters too. And all those guys the knew Nashville each other in Nashville. Yeah, oh, Nashville yeah. must be great because they're all yeah, killers. friend moving to Nashville. For comedy? Yeah, my yeah. Ryan. It's probably not a bad idea. I mean, it's something, something's working out over there because those yeah. guys are peace and they're all like really good at not just material they can riff like matt boyd went and did a show in dallas at the fort worth hyenas have you heard of those clubs yeah um and they put us we did the filthy show out there which is Mm -hmm. my show that i do and i didn't know the setup at all i just hear you're in the red room so i'm like all right it's one of those multi-room clubs whatever we get there and there's like probably 200 people in the lobby waiting to be seated and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. And I find a guy. I'm like, so how are we on ticket sales? He's like, you guys got six? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, well, who are, who are these guys? He's like, they're for the big show. That, and like the room that literally is like hooked on to the red room. And I'm like, well, so where are my six? Because <laughs> I was like, there's no one in the room. And we're supposed to start in like 15 minutes. He's like, oh, you got to figure that out. <laughs> I was God like, damn. fuck, I didn't bring anyone with. So luckily there was like a local comic there that I was like, I'll give you five minutes if you wrangle our six and maybe grab a couple of these other ones. Yeah. <laughs> but then we do the show and uh, I don't even think we had six. I think we had four. So I think two God of them ended it. up in the other room. But the best part about it is the people in the big room to go to the bathroom have to come through the red room. <laughs> so you'll be performing and like the doors will open and you'll just hear like, ah, <laughs> then it closes. And this person just walks and like looks at you like, and they so, come in, they're like, you ever been eating pussy? And, <laughs> yeah, and, I'm like, and then my daughter's like, stop raping me, daddy. And I'm like, shut up, bitch. And they're like, where's the women's room? <laughs> Why would they make it this way? Oh, yeah. my God. But. But yeah, well, the what I was leading to on that was Matt Boyd, that guy I was talking about, closed that show out for two people that we had left. Or no, we have four left at the end and slaughtered. I oh, mean, yeah. like destroyed, like on four people, which is hard. And yeah. Four people who just watched an hour and a half show that was constantly interrupted by doors opening. Yeah. People going to the bathroom. Yeah, I think Nashville has the, like, I've thought about a lot about this because I will never move. I think I fantasize about it all the time. Is uh, Nashville's like good airport? Yeah, like they have a club, a real club, but also like presumably not as big of a scene as like Chicago or fucking uh, Austin, even probably at this yeah. point. And so you could like stage time won't be impossible to get because you probably, I mean, you gotta imagine you got here at like the perfect time you could have possibly gotten. Yeah, but here. also you know it's hard because 
I see it happen so many times now. Someone will come in, they're hot as fuck, and they're getting booked on every show for like two weeks, and then they can't maintain it. Yeah. And then it's like they just kind of go away and you never hear their name again. Great. Yeah, can you so, turn on the air connection? My glasses are fogging. It is so hot. It's hot, dude. We, might, we should just pop our shirts right, off. You guys right. want to just take yeah, our shirts off and shirtless. kiss? I'm fine, man. Like, I'm not hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but would, do you still want to take your shirts off and kiss? Are you familiar with the stereotype that black people like their houses a little warmer than white people? No, I don't think I've ever heard that. I've before. never heard of that either, man. I'm a black well, guy. we've learned it today. Are you implying they can't afford air conditioning? No, not at all. That's not what at I all. felt like that was. Not at all. I think typically they. I live just in don't places. think we get as hot as y'all, man. Hey, well, that's these, definitely true. Hey, just Casey, sweating for no reason. Be better, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Do on, better. Man. Be better. <laughs> all the betters. Uh, anyway, what, what what I've learned is that uh, my I think it might be high blood pressure. Is uh, <laughs> I just fucking him constantly. I'm always too hot, and Greg. I watch him. I stopped caring yesterday. We're like driving back from Georgetown, and he's like sitting in the passenger seat like this. Just and I'm like, he's got like, like dude, AC, I, just I'm fucking up. driving, like, dude. It's, I'm just going to bring my sweatshirt. It's with not me. even it's that hot right now, actually. It's, it's pretty insane compared to Seattle right now. Yeah, it's like, I'm it's, sure, but this is pretty chill. I left like 40 degree weather for 87 degrees and humid. Austin is the best weather I've ever experienced in Texas. Because like the worst it's ever been here is 100, which sounds bad. But mm. like in San Antonio, it would be like 115 sometimes. Yeah. And, shit. and it's so dry and fucking i was humid. in phoenix last year when it was 118 and dry obviously and like literally i'm walking to the fucking i'm walking i walked one third of a mile in sandals and i got back and it's like i can feel blisters forming on my fucking feet um it would be too hot for me to walk around with my insulin pump just outside oh that's true i couldn't even it'd like destroy my insulin I'm like man i'm gonna die here in phoenix you know, i gotta I guess stay in that, the ac i all told the time. greg he should move to phoenix i guess i'm wrong yeah. You can't be diabetic. No, don't Phoenix. fucking go to that, the Arizona. That's the worst place in the world. Phoenix is cool. It's got a lot of clubs, man. They got yeah, I know. Clubs. But like it's it's terrible. And everyone who lives there fucking sucks. And like, I hope if Russia nukes somewhere, it's that it's there. And no offense to anyone who lives there. I just hope you get decimated by yeah, it's it. Just specifically, no, like, you should die. Yeah. Arizona is every person 46 <laughs> on the target list of fucking Russia. Like, that's what sucks. What that's why I hate Putin. I think Putin, dude. like three or four. That's well, the that's the only reason right. I hate <laughs> shit, but yeah. It yeah. Is, Seattle's got to be high because it's the closest major city to fucking. Yeah, it's super close. There's air. It's got to like be. No I would. Bases here. Yeah. Like, a lot of people Microsoft. in a small area, too. Yeah. So it's like you could like not even. Yeah. So Putin, if you're listening, yeah. I would go Seattle. Then, you know, maybe Portland. Just fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Might as well take them, too. So <laughs> but to go back to talking about scenes, so we're not fucking talking about weather. Which is like <laughs> that is like the note that this is well, going. This I is did. not a good episode. Yeah, <laughs> it did happen because I'm fucking sweating to the point that my glasses are fogging, and I saw your glasses fogging. No, also. I know, and I get that, especially when I first got here. I got that on stage a lot, oh, which was funny. hilarious. I just learned that like whenever they'd start fogging up, I go into like a pedophile joke or something, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really oh. cool. I just outed myself, <laughs> getting all hot and bothered up here. <laughs> Oh, but no, funny. not I, I mean, I don't want to say this because we don't need any more comedians. But if you're a comedian and you do want to, like, make a career, there is no better place to come to than Austin right now, because it's like New York and L.A. in the sense that there's there is options for industry connections. Like, I mean, right. I know plenty of people who have gotten who have already got. I mean, Hans Kim is like famous now. Which is insane. No, he's too famous for this podcast. We were supposed to do it yesterday, oh, yeah. and he just like he didn't even read the message till today. That's fun. And then he wasn't—he wasn't like, "Yeah, dude, I'm somewhere." He's like, "Yeah, dude, sorry, I missed you. Maybe next time we're in the same city." Yeah, yeah, he's on a fucking private jet with Rogan. I mean, good for him, dude. I'm really yeah. happy for him. When we scheduled it, that was not going on, and then in that period of time, he was like, 
all of a sudden on a private jet. He lived in my parking lot for like the first week he was here in Austin. I let him just park outside my apartment complex and get water and shit every now and then. Doesn't think about that now. You know, yeah. where the fuck, where are <laughs> my guest spots at the yeah. MGM, dog? Yeah, yeah. Does he have a, does he have a place now? Uh, yeah, he actually lives with uh, the big door guy at the creek. Oh, oh nice. we should, should, we should edit that out. Okay. <laughs> we should probably not tell everyone where Hans Skim lives, right? I mean, that's not like telling him where he lives, but yeah. No, we, that, the guy, you know, we didn't mention his That name. other guy, the guy that yeah. did that other thing that we, don't, yeah. we didn't talk about on the We didn't talk about another that. thing on a Yeah, we talk about the fact that he jacked you off in the bathroom. That's not a big deal. Yeah, no right? big deal. Just no getting HJs. I'm glad we edited it out of the last episode, but then put the hand job back into this episode. <laughs> that's yeah. good. No, I guess you don't have to edit that. I didn't say where he lives, just that he yeah. has a roommate. That's not a big deal. Yeah, but, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, this scene, it, it fucking rules. Like, it's it's really where you can just be yourself. There is no, like, pressure to be clean. There's right. no pressure to, like, not be clean if you right. are clean because there's clean comics that also come through and crush. How is – so you were going to move to New York, and you would you said you would have had to wait because of just finances? I just didn't think I was ready. Oh, gotcha. So Originally, it was five – when I started comedy in Washington, it was five years here. And then if I feel like I've progressed enough, I'm going to go to I like how you York. keep saying here and Greg keeps saying oh, here. Oh, sorry. Se- and we're in Seattle. Te- I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I do. I fucking, it is weird to imagine that like at some point I did a last show with a lot of fucking people mm-hmm. in Seattle who moved. I didn't know it was going to be the last show we ever did together because we didn't know that that all was going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I never got like a big farewell last performance. I think right, I and nobody would have wanted you to do that. Like nobody, very <laughs> no, few people liked I know. you. I know you moved I know. until you posted like, hey, I'm in Austin. I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, a lot a lot of people yeah. didn't give a shit who are now in my inbox a lot. Oh, of course. Asking for <laughs> Of course. <laughs> oh, listen. You and I had fucking no, good I, shit going on. I love you. I mean, I was, I've considered us buddies in Washington. Yeah, I feel like I we, was, we I was show, always cool with you We guys. did shit together fucking like. From the beginning. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you guys were you fucking You did awesome. a show, a fucking show of mine, the master, or the drink and debate show, where. Oh, where there was like nine comics on stage? Yeah, was but I had, I had another friend on that show, and you made a racial joke, uh, and it was. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Was it that fucking... I like him, so don't fucking listen. I was about to say faggot. <laughs> Not necessarily at him. Uh, no, he's, he's, uh, he was dating a black woman, and you made a joke about okay. how he's going to have a kid that's but half black. First off, I th- he was more mad that he lost to a five-month-in open micer. Sure. I think more than anything. Oh, man, who's it do? Uh, I'll say it. I'll tell you. But, but here's the joke. The joke was actually really funny because it was about like... I think vasect- mandatory vasectomies, and I'm surprised yeah. I even remember this. So this ma- dr- real quick, drink and debate. It's also a Spokane show. It was uh, also a Spokane show. It was yeah, this it fucking loser. Oh yeah, yeah fucking Spokane. Spokane. I loser. forgot that Greg's a Spokane. Oh guy. my god. So uh, it was uh, so uh, this show that we're talking about, where it was better uh, in Tacoma. <laughs> uh, by every but uh, I love doing it in Spokane. I did it like four times over okay, there. It was so fun, dude. But it the was great, but though. the fucking uh, you would like get a topic and everyone would debate. Comedians would debate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of mostly them was, like riff material too. That you get like five ten minutes sure. to write. But yeah, in so Spokane version. It was um, you get matched up, so it'll be three v three, but it's like one versus one from each team. Right. Three matchups. So anyway, the fucking uh, it's mandatory vasectomy, and you said a thing about. He's going to have a half black child with the insinuation being that. Yeah. No, the joke was like vasectomies totally don't work because like he got a vasectomy and him and his wife still have three very beautiful black children. Right. 
And then he whispered in my ear after he was like, my wife is actually black. I was like, then that shouldn't be offensive. Right. Because you guys would have black children, you fucking idiot. Well, he, <laughs> he told me that he thought you knew. And it's like really the grandiosity of comedians to yeah. think that everybody knows whatever. I had never doing. seen that guy before, before. And I haven't seen him since. Right, right. He was like, <laughs> so. I'll tell you who it is. Okay. After the fucking play. Yeah, Because I, I am. I do really like that guy. Yeah. But I don't know. We him. had conversations. So I, I personally have nothing against He's him, like an Olympia dude yeah. who's like was as well. He's like a I think he's got a little Kilstein thing going on actually now. OK. But back he's kind of doing a come around a little bit. I mean, yeah. I, he, I don't think he does comedy anymore. I haven't seen him in a long time do comedy. But he's uh, anyway. The point is, is uh, uh, there were like you ruffled feathers. And I think that like, uh, um, but I fucking, I always thought there was like, you were a good writer. And obviously by the way, like people that mattered thought you were good enough. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, I got the work I wanted. So it never exactly. like bothered me. Like, and yeah. I understood too. Cause I was like, I looked at these shows I wasn't welcomed on. And I was like, I probably wouldn't do good on that show anyway. Right. <laughs> like, you, I you understand. Would go, by the way, you'd go places that with your material, I'd be like, I would not go to. Fun. Yeah, I won a competition at Jai Tai, and I won't say who was hosting it because I actually really like this lady too. She's really cool. Sure. But I bet I, I could don't just like her if it's see the it. Person I think. I mean, I don't know her. I, uh, all the interactions I had with her were nice, but I could see it in her eyes when she was reading the results. She's like. And in second place, you guys chose Adam Lucky. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Second place? I thought you said you won it. Well, I mean, the top three you people played. advanced to the next. Oh, I see. So, yeah, like, I that's what I counted. Like, yeah. It, it, I didn't, think, it didn't make a difference. I think I know who the woman is. And yeah. I think that she specifically. <laughs> she wasn't happy <laughs> about it. Which I, was such I, weird energy to go on stage, like, with a victory after yeah, someone says your name like that. I but I still was new to comedy. So, I was like, yeah, I fucking kind of won something. I'll take it. <laughs> I did a I did that same show I believe and I burned the light by like ten seconds. She had no idea, and I went, "Oh, sorry, I might have burned it a little bit." And then she came up to me and she goes, "She's like, oh, not a problem at all. Don't worry, it wasn't. Nobody even noticed." And then when I uh, I didn't place, and she goes, "Oh yeah, I had to penalize you because you burnt the light, so the, the you were actually were in the voting, but I couldn't put you in the finals because you burned the light." And I was like, wow. "You didn't even know that I burnt the light, like I." <laughs> I admitted to my on yourself, man. Why didn't I thought we were all comics and then it wasn't like, oh, you're 10 seconds over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I didn't. I mean, again, like, who cares at that point? Like a grace period of most spots. Like if you go over 30, then you get deducted. Like once you get that last light, you got to wrap it the fuck. Well, they do if they want you to move on in the competition. But if they don't (laughs) want you to move on in the competition, they don't have that grace period. Also, I went to the next round and did terrible. I believe (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do it good at all. So when you were thinking about New York versus Austin, you have a kid. You had a kid. Your daughter's. Uh She just turned three. Okay, so Ooh. she's my daughter's uh, three in August. Not so. to interrupt you, but is that beer full or is that your empty? That's my empty. Let's okay. you want another I'll just one. Grab one of those in there. Yeah, I wasn't sure All if the right. one Here's we got the, the one Perfect. Greg rejected. I didn't reject. I'll, I'll have another I one. Said, hey, <laughs> Casey, taste it. And you think you would? If you, it? it's good. Like, if it's you like, if you don't mind IPAs. Oh, no, it's fine. Baby Weiner. They have an uh, IPA that I'll make you guys try at the creek called McConaughey's. Oh, it's yeah. It's Matthew McConaughey's IPA. It's my favorite. Oh, oh, good. It's really good. I typically don't drink before shows, but this is a roast show, so I'm... Oh, yeah. dude, I get fucking... That's what all I'm going to do. Uh, roast show? Nine. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how I pitch it, too, when I'm getting judges for it. Um, I'm just like, you can... I won't pay you a lot, but you can get really drunk and just insult people. <laughs> and everyone's like, <clears throat> do you know uh, Kim Congdon? 
Yeah. Yeah, so she I don't actually, know her, but I know who she is. Well, yeah, she was uh, doing the show before us. And that's the cool thing about my shows is I usually do Friday or Saturday, 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. So there's always, like, a headliner in town that I can always be like, do you want to fucking do one more show if you want to, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she jumped in maybe, like, six minutes before the show was going to start. I'd asked her, and she was like, no, nah, I don't want to judge. And then, like, she saw the crowd come in. She, like, kind of talked to the other comics who were like, these shows are fun. And then, like, literally I'm about to, like, start – going on stage and she's just like i want to do it and she fucking crushed so oh, I hard it. she was so, i mean for something that she didn't even give a fuck about she was like taking notes oh yeah for each comic like writing really well-crafted jokes and that's the cool thing about it like we've had some really like legit comics just judge it and that's uh cool. no I, we're way off topic to what we're talking about we'll get back to it but yeah that's fine. <laughs> we we do we did uh it's not like super official yet they're doing the actual announcement in june but we are part an affiliation of the comedy store roast battle now with like brian moses and right all them. so yeah. how do i fucking so. use this to get into that uh well the thing is once you do, do this well. you're on the roster oh, and nice. if you if you guys ever want to come back and do it again you're welcome to and then i think the idea is once it's announced it's just going to be called like roast battle league or roast battle global or something gotcha. like that i know they have like I don't know if we should be if I'm supposed to be announcing. Yes, this, we could talk about it. Yeah, rough draft. It's just yeah, they're just expanding the roast battle. And cool. on June we're gonna have a big video that or a big show to kind of announce it. And it's just that's been helping us like crazy because sure. like you know you put that out there, more people want the more comedians want to do the show, more people want to come see the show. Sure. Um, okay, well we'll get off this thing that's gonna make you ruin a fucking non-disclosure <laughs> agreement. Not really big. Like, did I sign? I haven't signed anything. The but. biggest thing in Adam's career just got ruined. But now let's talk <laughs> about your child. <laughs> you moved here when she was when she had to be like nine months old, or yeah, maybe close to a I year. Mean, yeah, maybe like a year. And in our fucking tiny Toyota Corolla, literally everything we packed in our car was what we brought. That oh, was yeah. it. We like mailed some like important documents to my dad's house who lived down here. Right. But like we didn't bring furniture. We didn't bring shit. <laughs> like we Damn. just drove down here with me, Carrie, and our daughter, and it was fucking insane. So if you would have moved to New York, did you have like because she would have been like two and a half or yeah, three I don't then? Know. I have no idea what the plan. It would have been a really bad plan. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about so that. So expensive. I talked to uh, Mike Cannon, who had a kid. He had a kid. He's a New York comic. Okay. He had a kid two weeks before we had our kid and he had a podcast at the time called Irish Goodbye. Did you say Mike Cannon? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. So he did uh, my podcast a long time ago and uh, he had a kid two weeks before and he was talking about the whole pregnancy on the podcast, but they all come out like two weeks after they get recorded. So it was every time he was talking about something, it was the exact stage of my wife's pregnancy that we were in. And the, I was literally listening to his podcast about having a kid when my wife texted me and said she was in labor. I was at work. Holy shit. It's crazy, dude. Like a crazy fucking... Uh, but I was asking him because he has a kid in New York. I'm like, what the fuck do you do? But they moved like upstate. Yeah. And then another dude named uh, Kevin Dombrowski also had a kid at some point around that time, a little after our daughter. But uh, I was asking, like, what do you do? And it's like, yeah, you got to have a car seat to put in the cab. Like, the, it's, you know, you think you don't think about all that stuff, but like... A, you gotta have a car seat to put in the cab. Yeah. Like, how do you take a kid in a fucking cab? That's you gotta insane. hold him. Like, I did. You know. I think just, I've done it in an Uber before. Yeah, you just strap him in. And just but then, like, you're like, down. what the fuck do I do with this car seat? Right. Exactly. <laughs> then when you get out, you gotta like, yeah, it's like, I mean, uh, and uh, yeah, you're like, you know, I mean, Greg's a bad parent who just fucking straps a kid into a fucking seat, but that's how you, you strap him into the car seat first, <laughs> then put the car seat in. Him. You guys just be more efficient here. 
Yeah, not, I've done it a lot. Because, like, daycare, I've had a daycare where I had to, like, take the car seat and just leave the car seat there because someone else is picking them up. Right. You know? And you so couldn't yeah. afford two car seats. I get it. You're yeah, poor, Greg. Right? That's fine. Car shape. seats are expensive. They're, like, 40 they bucks, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodwill. Um, they but, don't take them at Goodwill, bro. They're like, we can't use this. We don't know if it's, like, good anymore. <laughs> they, they have to make all these safety regulations. I know, man. But He's got to know some people there. <laughs> They'll get it for Yeah, it. that means you can get it for free, actually, <laughs> if you show up the right day. Right, right. Uh, yeah, the like the challenges. So we even like I don't know how much of this you've benefited from, but moving we live close to my family and my wife's mm. family. So we get like my mom comes over like a couple times a month and we get to like go do stuff as adults. Oh, nice. And yeah. my fucking in-laws, okay, like my she went to my my daughter cuz I'm out of town. My wife took her to my in-laws yesterday instead of daycare cuz daycare opens later. And then my mom's watching her today. Like it makes comedy possible. Yeah. Where if I lived in fucking Nashville, I'd be fucked. You have Chris Reese watching your fucking child. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and I mean, I, my daughter loves him. He's yeah. at my place all the time. And honestly, he doesn't have a job right now. So this is how he makes mm. his money. And he's still cheaper than like any teenage girl. So <laughs> I'll take him. In every way. In every um, way. I mean, yeah. The good thing about this place is the gigs don't pay a lot. But if you, you know, once you're in the scene a little bit, you can do like five gigs in one night easily. Like it's not yeah. even that hard. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I've always, my, my hierarchy of stage time is like, I would like the number one thing is good stage time that pays well. Yeah. The second thing is uh good stage time that doesn't pay well. Third is bad stage time that does pay well. Yeah. And then bad stage time that doesn't pay well is very much that. i mean that's yeah. good but i'll still i'll still do that if it's easy to get stage time yeah but uh, that's like b- below that threshold i'm out at this point well and it's like <laughs> austin, or i come to austin and do i mean literally austin is you're not there are these guys um i won't say their names just because i don't want their fucking dms to get flooded but they put on shows here and it's fucking insane how much they pay like mm. they're just like they're not even doing it for the money. They're just big comedy fans, great fucking guys that have a lot of money. And oh, they should have hit those people up. I think I might know. Did they, they have a like kind of live stream network? No. Okay. I know what you're talking about, though. <laughs> not they, those guys. Uh, they uh, were, those guys are cool, too. I, mean, I did I, one of their shows, and they were like... Well, we can say they're... Uh, that's Big Laughs. We can totally plug them. Oh, okay. Well, like, especially because they're not paying well. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't... I mean, I, the only stuff I've ever done with them uh, is the roast battle. I, I produced the roast battle through them. And then uh, this last one that Brian Moses. So Brian Moses comes down and does a roast battle at the Vulcan once a month. I help him book that. And then I'm usually on it in some format like roasting or judging or something. And uh, this last one actually fucking just fell apart the day of the person I'm supposed to roast who they are flying down from New York. Flight gets delayed. She's out. She can't Damn. do it. So I'm like, fuck. Then I lose another roast battler. Uh, and John Carden, who I think you know, right? Yeah, I know John Carden. And uh, so he was just sick. He couldn't do it. So I'm like, all right, this fucking sucks, but I can move me into his spot. Me and that guy will just roast each other, his opponent. That works. Found some guys that would take the roast battle last minute. Everything's cool. Two hours before the show, Brian Moses hits me up. He's like, I'm not coming. My flight's also delayed. You Damn. have to host the show. And Damn. I'm like, fuck. So like, I'm shifting into like, from like writing all these last minute jokes to now getting ready to host and trying to find someone to write those last minute jokes. Yeah, and then finding a comic Would who it be easier to find a comic just to host the shit. Yeah, but like Brian is just picky. Like okay. he knows yeah. that I roast 
but or I host roast battles before. It's it's a you know it's a unique show to host if you've never hosted something like that before. And with them specifically, they have like a guy named Saudi Prince that they put in the audience. He's a comedian that dresses up like a Saudi Prince, and he's just super racist and hilarious. <laughs> and like as the host, you have to play off of him. You have to play off the DJ. You got to play off the judges. Is he a tall, right. skinny guy. I don't think he's tall. Okay. I think he's shorter than me. He's an LA guy. I, God, I wish I knew his real name. He's fucking amazing. But also, just one more quick plug on the roast battle. Uh, Candice Medina took a roast battle. I mean, I want to say like on an hour's notice and crushed. She's oh, awesome. Yeah. She's an Austin comic. Just wanted to give her a shout out for Candace. eight people. Candace. Oh, my phone, my fucking camera's off anyway. Is it really? So this is going to oh, be Oh, you're not even me. doing a video? Well, I don't know what happened. It's I just see that it's off. I was doing video, and apparently the battery's dead. Oh, uh, no worries. Let's see what we can catch at the back end of this, because... No one watches it. True. Okay, every, you guys I mean, keep not... vamp, vamp. Hey, Greg, fucking white people, am I right? Dude, you don't even know, man. Oh, God, I'm stuck with this guy. Must be miserable. Days. He's just always bitching. I can see that. Which is your bed? The uh, maid bed the, or the, the maid bed? Oh damn! Nice wow, your bed looks so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like Casey just slept on it sideways. He's uh, <laughs> flirting with you right now. He's he's got a uh, hospital corners over there, but uh, <laughs> Adam's like, yeah, your bed looks so nice, Greg. Your bed yeah. looks so nice. You want to fuck it up with me, <laughs> dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You Would you like to unmake that bed? <laughs> Are you jealous that it's not like the taco guy hitting on you now? It's like, oh man, I had to do it. Hit on last night? At, at, uh, no, at um. What's it called? Taco Deli? Taco Deli, I think. Oh, I've never had that. Was it's, it good? It was good. We went for breakfast. Okay. And the guy was hitting on me and then racist towards Greg, which was great. <laughs> like, he, we're not quite sure how he was being racist, like which direction. Yeah, is he either woke racist But he was or definitely racist, racist <laughs> one of those ways. Yeah, there's both kinds in Texas. That's a fun thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's legitimate ones, and then there's like accidental woke racists yeah. that are also fun. Um, Mostly those. Though. I wonder how much of that we even fucking got. We got seven seconds of video. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Just uh, loop it. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> the, the, it's just the same voice. But <laughs> um, that, by the way, this is a Stash IPA from... I don't know if it's local, but I don't think I had it before we moved Independence. Here. It says Texas born, so it's at least Texas. Okay. Man, I got to say. You like it? it? Still tastes like hating hops, bro. Doesn't yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to, uh, oh yeah, it is, it's an Austin local. I'm going to try to get Greg, uh, maybe we'll do it in Idaho because they'll have some good beers out there and we can try some, uh, I'll tell you, this is the key is you got to know the positive flavors that you like in the beers. Cause IPAs have a wide range of flavors. Right. I like blondes. I like Hefeweizen. Then I feel like you would like hazies. You like, would probably like hazy him, IPAs. Have more. you ever had a hazy IPA? So this is like the first time he's ever drank a beer in front of me. Maybe. Oh, man. You have yeah, whiskey. Yeah, I usually drink hard liquor for diabetic yeah. reasons. Brown liquor. I feel like I just drink so much drink that I can't do liquor because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll get blackout so yeah, fast. Yeah, I used to have that. Uh, I used to have that thing where I was like, I can at least moderate on fucking beer, mm. but now like I'm pretty uh, responsible, so I don't. I, I drink a lot more liquor than I used to, to be honest with you. God, I wish I was. I'm still. I'm worse off probably. Than oh, I ever. Well, yeah, that's another thing, by the way. City, man. Another, by the way. This like, is you, a drinking ass. You talk city about me hard. finding your fucking inbox just for this. Remember, I used to give you like boxes. Oh, that of is beer? true. You gave us like forty beers or something, and then you were like, "Do you want more?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, think, yeah I think no, I gave no. you it twice because you lived very close to me. Yeah, when you because you moved in there, right? That we, was a new place. Yeah, we bought our house, and you happened to live like let's not say the place. I'd say like a block up from you. Yeah, and yeah. so we, uh, I think twice I gave it to you, and the third time you were like, 
dude, we like are drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, so we have kidding. stopped drinking. Please, like basically, like please stop offering us this beer. <laughs> the second time, I think we just like had a UFC party. Oh yeah, like, let's just fucking get rid of all. This. So so you know what's funny is uh, there's do you, did you ever know Zach Summerfield while you were up there? Uh yeah. So he was. Uh, New when I left, like new gotcha. to the scene. I think yeah. he came from somewhere else. Right? He's he's very good and he's he is new. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, he, he seemed experienced. Like Taking him out to feature for me in Spokane and uh, draft zone. Oh no shit! Yeah. I want to know how awesome. that goes so I can replace you for fucking feature gigs. Man, if he's a good feature, <laughs> if I can get a, if I can get another white guy in there. Woo! Um, be good. Yeah, just gotta have to move up anyway. Though. I, don't, uh, I don't like feature for Casey anymore. I was like, man, fuck this guy. He bombs just as hard as I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, featuring for him. We're doing a show, and well, he's featured. For, you featured for me a couple times. Yeah, I'm, featured, yeah, I'm not like a like a when I headline and I get to pick a feature. There's like three people that I pick, and Greg's one of them. So. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, the fucking uh, I so the when you left, I had to find a new source because my wife and I buy a lot of craft beer, mm. and then we will like not like it, or we buy too much, and we just have too much of this one, and so we ha- we accumulate beer. And then I'm like, we're never going to drink these. So I just fucking give them to somebody. It used to be you. And then we nice. pushed you to the edge of alcoholism. And then I found another another buddy of mine. I was like, here, dude. And I gave him like probably 120 beers. Jeez. And then he fucking like over two, two drops. Dumps is probably better. <laughs> and he goes, uh, the next time he's like, dude, I can't. I can't take that much fucking alcohol. <laughs> and so Zach Summerfield sick. is the new. He's like, oh, I'm, nice. he, like this guy quit because you guys yeah. had quit when you left Texas. Yeah. Or when you left Washington. Yeah, I, I took a break mm-hmm. from everything. Actually, mm-hmm. I came down here completely sober. And that's so changed. I have a third. <laughs> Zach Summerfield is my new person. I'm pushing to the brink of fucking rock bottom. Hell yeah. He's young, right? 28 or something like oh, that. Okay. He's, he's older than he young. looks. He just looks young. That's my yeah. age. He's my age. That should hurt. Are I mean, 28? I'm, I'm 29. 29. Oh, you yeah, look like gray trash. Hair. You look like shit. I've man. had gray hair since I was like 22. Damn. Yeah. I remember you had yeah. gray hair when you were brand he new. He looks like mm-hmm. a 40 year old man for sure. Like, yeah. About to celebrate Fuck that yeah, 40. dude. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I probably won't live that long either. I think I'm like, my age is just showing when I'm going to die. Yeah. You're like rings on a tree. It's like, yeah, you got about 11 years left, dog. This is how you're going to look. Um. Yeah. So, but you're back to drinking full speed. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to perform drunk, but yeah. I like to have like a good buzz. Like one or two IPAs feels really good. When I judge the roast battle, you, like you'll see tonight, I will literally like just get three beers and like walk up before the show starts and put them in front of my chair where I'm gonna be sitting. Yeah. <laughs> and then just fucking pound those. Yeah, my move is uh, when I, so when I'm featuring somewhere, and I try, I try to like. Normally, I would try to not drink until I'm off stage for the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, today, I, one, you brought beer. Uh, yeah, but two, okay. like this is a slightly different show. Like I'm not going to do these jokes again. So it's yeah. Not like- uh, and I mean, I can't speak for tonight because it's nine. But that the last crowd we had, we usually do it at 11 p.m. on Fridays, was probably the rowdiest crowd I've ever performed. For. Sure. But in a good way. Like oh, when I, like I went out. Crowds. I'm the only one that does stand up on the show. So we used to do like sets before, like stall sets, and we just abandoned that because I just noticed that everybody who comes just wants roast battles. They have gotcha. no interest in stand up. But I'll still do like five minutes just to open it up, just mm-hmm. so it's not weird when we like introduce yeah. the judges and shit. Right. But each joke, they were just like screaming, <laughs> like ins- and then like people were getting booed during the show. Like nice. they were like a real chanty crowd. <laughs> yeah. Like. One of the shows, they just started chanting "suck his dick" to some guy. <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, suck his dick, dude! Everyone's chanting it. Don't be gay about it." Um, 
I can't remember what I was going down. My point is, I think I'm you're a nice just talking guy. about you'll drink for this show. I am going like to drink for this show. show. Well, and it's like uh, I first. Also, I'm not doing stand up, and I think it's mm-hmm. like it'll be fun. And also, you brought beer. Yeah, you're the boss, dude. If I fucking fuck up, it's your <laughs> fault, dude. You care. gave me the alcohol. I mean, honestly, we've had people crash and burn on this show, and it's so much fun. There was one guy <laughs> who asked to be on the show. And I let him do it, and he's a newer comic. And the thing with roast battles, we do so many. So, like, I'll let people I'm unsure of do it because it's like even if it's bad, it's usually fun. Yeah. And this guy, two jokes in, had nothing else. Damn. And he's like, your hair, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and that crushed. <laughs> and that fucking crushed so hard. Damn. That's funny. But, like, you know, if he was a little bit more experienced, he probably just could have played off of that for the last two jokes. But, like, when it came back to him, he's just like, is there like a mercy rule? I don't know. <laughs> like, oh my God. Damn. But then you have like three or four judges who, I think what I've done is the requirement is at least four years of comedy. Gotcha. Except our, our current roast battle champion, Heather Keith, is actually like, I think just three years in. Mm. But she uh, she's amazing. She's hilarious. She's like 10 and 0. And uh, so, yeah, it's always pretty experienced judges that can kind of rebound if it gets weird. And that's like the best part of the show, in my opinion, is the banter. Yeah. Judging roast battles are fun. It's like the um, hosting an open mic where you oh, get to yeah. just shit on people. Like, and it's also it serves a benefit, right? Because you get to like bring the room back. Yeah, Same with yeah. like a roast battle where you get to like but shit like, on a person that bombs. Open mics here are so different. Oh like, yeah. So I started running an open mic at the Creek in the Cave, which I don't think you guys can do because I think you're leaving. Oh, yeah. Sunday morning, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's Sundays at eight, and uh, I do email sign up. I basically just copied Tacoma Comedy Club because right. it's a winning formula. And, uh, you know, it's great. We get as many as, like, 80 audience members sometimes. That's awesome. Uh, but every other open mic is, like, they want to give everyone a chance, which is super nice. Like, I understand that a lot of the people running these mics are people that, like, were getting bumped from other shows. Or they're mics. doing it for their own stage. So though. now they're like, I'm just going to let everyone on because that's what I wanted at an open mic. Right. So it's literally like a list of, like, 90 people. God. <laughs> they're Sounds all like doing three minutes doing uh, and, uh, the underground when he was running that shit. Dude, there's no. So, yeah, yeah, like the underground, there's no host. It's literally someone goes off stage. Someone comes over the God mic. It's like, give it up for so and so. I want more shows where the fucking where I introduce the next comedian mm-hmm. and shotgun. they introduce. Yeah. Shotgun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like tag team. That's yeah. that's a very Everyone's got a different name for it. And I've always heard shotgun until like Todd Royce calls it round robin. Which okay. I don't, that doesn't even make sense. Like, what the fuck did you get that from, dude? He's I new. Know. I don't listen to that guy. Is that like round a? I hope he a hears draft that. Term? Beef. Is round yeah, it's a like drafting a, it's term. Like a, yeah, yeah, it's like a tournament term. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, that's uh, very LA. All the shows, like the red band shows, I've done all I of think those. It's New I like York that. Too. Well, I guess they have hosts. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's uh, New York, but I think just I like bigger. Hate that though, because then like you got to do your set, and then after you're done, you got to remember who the fuck was next. Oh, dude, it's like who the fuck was it, dude? One like it was the... this person, but I, I like God Mike shit. Like, hey, give it up for blah. I just think yeah. sustainably, like it's hard to be that host that has to be on the God Mike. I, well, I hate it, the God Mike. I feel like if you're gonna host, just go back up there, right? Because like, I, what's even the point? I'm just saying, like yeah. the way like these guys are running, you can't have 90 people up there. Absolutely. Time, well, and that's why, happen. yeah, like we yeah. cap it. Yeah, yeah, open. But I'm like, wouldn't you rather have like a one in like six chance every like six weeks of doing a good open mic rather than just grind these shitty open mics for nobody? Because yeah. the people I see start here, like people who move to Austin to start comedy, first off, fucking really stupid idea. Don't do that. And so the comedians you were talking to earlier is, are experienced, established comedians, yeah. not somewhere else. Like what you, know, like you mean? 
You were saying it, Austin's a great place. To yeah, move. yeah, but the thing, yeah, the open mic scene is kind of bad because right. it's just it's a lot of people who moved here just for that, and then it's just people who like I guess have been here for a while but they weren't getting anything. Yeah, so they're still kind of just stuck in that open mic, and they just they literally all perform for each other, but they all like a lot of them don't like each other, <laughs> so it's not yeah, like a good, and most of them don't even pay attention. Like, and it's just insane. Like, you'll go to an open mic. There's like 90 comics there, zero audience members. And I'm like, you guys are still doing this? Yeah. Like, you're still just going to do it? <laughs> like, we were talking about there's like a couple comics, one in Spokane that we were talking about and one in Seattle, the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. They're like, they've been doing comedy for like 30 years, but yeah. just like have never been booked for anything of like value. Yeah. I and mean, it's like, I, I actually look at those two guys we were talking about and go like, you have to love comedy more than I do. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I would have quit. Well, you can't. Ago. And the, I'm guessing these are people who have been there their, the whole time. Yeah, of right? course. Because you can't stay. Like I've definitely learned that coming to Austin. Like if well, you, you want, if you want a life outside of, well, I mean, if you just want to be like a road comic, you can totally oh, be sure. wherever you want. But like, I just think if you really want to make a go at like being the guy that people are going to go see, like the guy right. that like people start following and like they see his name all the time, you really do got to go to a place where. You're not really fighting for like opening spots or like club feature spots. You're fighting to like build your own name and right. like gain a fan base. Because I wasn't getting handed a lot of stuff when I got here, so I just started creating my own opportunities. Right. Granted, that Marty guy is the reason why the Filthy Show exists. He did help me, but Rebecca Trent is the reason why it's not called Toxic Comedy. <laughs> so <laughs> she's yeah. probably a bigger part of it just I for that alone i actually think the fact that houston is that is like the or not houston austin wherever the fuck we are mm-hmm. it's uh comedy's been like uh democratized by the pandemic yeah so like a lot of people live here nashville has like i mean there's like some very good comics that live in nashville now obviously I, yeah, Nate Bergazzi, but like theo vaughn lives there yeah steve byrne lives there uh there's like very good comics in like a bunch of cities. And I think there is like an opportunity to be here. Even, I mean, I actually don't think anyone great has moved to Seattle. No, at least yeah. not great in the way that I think it would be great. a bad idea. I'm no offense, but I just think it's still not like back. Right. Would you say it's completely back? Tacoma's fully back. Yeah, like the clubs, sure. the yeah. clubs are back. Yeah. The, the but Seattle lost their biggest club, right? Underground. The underground. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, um, Yes, they did. They. I don't know that that was like the place to fucking. I mean, it seemed like if you were gonna get like any kind of like industry stuff, like that was kind of the road. Is that wrong? Because I feel like people who did like the, the heart, uh, Kevin Hart, heart of the city or whatever he did. I feel like no, like, one, no I think Nate Harvard. Jackson was that not through? Right? That was Nate yeah. Jackson. Nate Jackson oh, did okay. all the. Uh, he did a showcase in Tacoma. Actually. Yeah, he did the showcase. Oh, sweet, for that. that's awesome. But the, I remember but, I was a Spokane comic and I hit him up for that. And I was like, can I do that? He's like, no, we're only doing Tacoma, Seattle, Tacoma comics. Oh, yeah, he. Uh, I don't know him, but I've heard nothing but good things about. Yeah, him. he's a good dude. I heard his club is pretty cool too. Um, oh, I'm gonna sneeze. Uh, yeah, but I think I think that like it's relatively back. <laughs> oh, I hope I don't have COVID. I went um, back. Uh, I want to say to Richland, like a right? year ago. Yeah, I went to Richland, but then I also did a, a feature for Josh at TCC for one show. Oh, gotcha. And then we did a show at Laughs, and it was just—I mean, it was awesome to be back. But I was just like, if I stay here for another week, I might kill myself. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> I, like, I it think it's just hard. It is back, but it's also back with all of the problems that it had. 
Yeah. I think there's actually, I think there's a little bit less, like, vocal drama, but I think everyone is, like, in their own camp Well, now. that yeah. blew my mind the most coming here, and I can't speak for it before COVID, because I think it did have some of that, but, I mean, there's literally no drama like that here. You never right. hear, like, so-and-so said this, and, like, right. we had the black, or so-and-so did this to so-and-so. It's like... Nobody cares. Everyone's right. too busy just doing their own shit and trying to like yeah. work on their own lane. It's like someone posted like that and like our comedy groups are literally just like open mic listings. Like you can't even like no one advertises like bookings or anything's on there right. just because you know, if you, you book know shows here you know everyone it. or I've like never you have connection the thing where I was like I need people to send me tapes. It's like I know who I would book. Yeah, Why I did do I that just cuz I was trying to get Seattle guys that I didn't know also. Right. I was do mostly doing stuff in Tacoma back then. Yeah. I don't do that here really at all. Yeah. So I think I think that that's like uh, that stuff's back. The clubs are back. TCC's back to full. I mean, not For only sure. full capacity, but yeah. like that's awesome. Maybe more better than before, like ticket sales. That's great. They're like, and also there's like right now the problem that comics at my level and Greg's level have is that every event is a special event. So everybody's bringing their own opener. Yeah, that sure. is, yeah, it's like a feature hell right now, dude. Well, that's a feature. Yeah, that's yeah. why this has worked out because i also noticed that too because i work bricktown which right. is just like six hours from here it's not too bad yeah and uh that's when i should fucking come back is when i'm doing bricktown yeah definitely you should because you should do it a week where i'm doing the roast the mania up there too because i do that i don't know oh, if you okay. do that i run the roast mania up there yeah what hopefully if they book me out there in the summer i can plan i could around. give you the stall set on that and that pays pretty good and oh, you get cool. to do 15 minutes at the end of the show yeah i've done that i've done it up at um at Tacoma. Yeah, it's, the, I love I love it. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of the one-night tournament. Yeah. It's cool, but, like, for every show, I think it's kind of like, fuck, you got to do two rows if you want to win. Yeah. Um. Anyway, though, the fucking uh, – I think it's, like, it's back. The only people that I – the only person I know for sure who moved – was, like, kind of moved back was mm. – uh, Hari Kondabolu, and that's not a person oh, who's God, ever going to have me open for him. <laughs> he's the guy that made that uh, Apu thing. What? He's from Seattle. I know. He's back here, though? He was doing shows up at the Rendezvous, the place that we did that show at. Oh, wow. And it was oh. just like new material. I'm going to do an hour and a half, and it's all going to be new material. And it's like an hour and a half open mic of Hari Kondabolu. And they'd sell out Jesus. really quick. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of comics doing that. And that's my point is, like, there's people like – Maria Bamford did a Tuesday Wednesday at Tacoma Comedy Club. So, okay. yes, shit's back, but it's yeah. also some of the – it's, like, a little bit of a challenge for people at our level because it's, like, like when that, when Maria Bamford can't get a fucking weekend, I don't stand much of a chance. Luckily, dude, I'm having – in June and July, I'm headlining four of the fucking Bark Entertainment Clubs that own – Oh, wow. Uh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, that's – Like weekends or just one night? Uh Two of them are weekends. One of them is I'm featuring the weekend and headlining the Sunday, and then I'm doing a brunch show at That's Tacoma. Great, nice. dude. Yeah, dude, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but I'm a huge exception, and yeah. also I'm probably gonna get bumped from at least one of those fucking gigs. Like already yeah. one, actually two of them are already like kind of on shaky ground right now, and I'm hoping that one of them sticks at least, you know, or at least let me feature for them or something like that. Yeah, so. for sure. Um. But yeah, no, this is awesome. You're, I think it's like, also like, I wish that I could, like, I, I've thought Vegas would be cool because you could do all the showcase clubs and just hone material. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's like kind of what you're saying here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is what I like about it. Cause like, yeah, you're not getting a long set in, but you can do three sets in a night and just do different sets on each 10 minute set. Right. Cause it's like, you'll do it's a like bar show, show here 
And it's like, yeah, I'm just doing this bar show. But it's like, oh, it's at the speakeasy. There's 75 people there. It's set up like a music venue. There's right. a fucking balcony with, like, more people up there. And then it's like right after that I'm going over to, like, the firehouse, which is like a hostel. So you're like, that's going to be shit. You go through, like, a bookcase door. There's, like, 150 people in this, like, small room wrapped around this stage. And it's yeah. like – these feel like comedy clubs, but they're right. technically just like little showcase rooms. Yeah. I would take that being able to do like 10 or 15 minutes multiple nights a week at one of those yeah. easily over the best open mic ever. But also like, I mean, oftentimes like even road rooms, like I did that place in Montana yeah. that we, we've talked about. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that all the time. Yeah. That was just to me like a measuring stick of like, oh, I'm way looser on stage than I was three years ago where mm-hmm. this would have fucking crushed yeah, me. Just, oh man. It would have eaten me up, dude. And now I'm like, yeah, we're fucking whatever we're talking about in this corner. We're doing that until it's over. And then, you know, it's like, I, that's what I wish I would have done yesterday. Like I said, is like, yeah, just be loose. And I mean, probably, unfortunately it would have meant going long. And then maybe that lady hates me, tells your your fucking fiance, and I never I get kicked out. Oh, of the, the who was booking the show? The, the Bianca. Oh, she's so sweet. She wouldn't care. Yeah, she's nice. Yeah, she's maybe, awesome. dude. We're these out of towners <laughs> trying to. I'm very self conscious. She's an out of towner too. She moved here from somewhere else. Yeah, she's from like oh. St. Louis or some shit. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. God, Greg knows fucking. Most everything. of us are. Like I would say, most of the people who I'm cool with are. Uh, Transplants. Transplants. Yeah. Yo, what are the natives like? They just fucking don't. There's like some that. great ones. Okay. I mean, Hunter Duncan is one. I love that guy. He books a lot of stuff. I got recommended to talk to him, actually. He's great. Him. Yeah, he's really funny. He books a lot of great shows. And he does a really good job of, like, it'll be, like, old Austin people, but also new oh, transplants. And, like, I do notice when I do those, his shows, though, there are some people that, like, won't even talk to me. <laughs> it's yeah. just, like, I've been here for two years now, guys. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm just as much of an Austin comic as, like, most people at this right. point and who gives a fuck and like yeah, really. the way i see it it's like when all these la guys come here for rogan's club they're gonna see all of us just as austin comics yeah. they don't give a fuck that i came here from seattle it yeah, means nothing to them of course so but yeah that's why i've kind of tried to cement myself just with my shows and stuff so i don't really have to rely on anyone else yeah that was my main goal i hate producing shows it fucking sucks right <laughs> and now that i have a, like a I, man, I, I have a I, weekly one and, and i have a bi-week or yeah, basically bi-weekly, and uh, I hate it. But I like performing on them. Right, that's the. <laughs> so I, I did. A, I did a show for uh, about three months that never got any traction with audience. But it was like I got to do ten minutes every week. Mm-hmm. I was like guaranteed Wednesdays doing ten minutes every week, and it was like helpful. Like I developed a couple bits out of it. Yeah, and oh, uh, for sure the tavern. That's the best part. Yeah. yeah, I lost money on it. For oh, sure. that's that's a fun place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, they it was. They used to do comedy there, and it was unsuccessful. I think I saw Kirk Fox again. there one time. Say it. I think I saw Kirk Fox. You saw Kirk Fox there. Yeah. Best Whoa, wild. that's wild. Yeah. So he seats like nine people, man. Really? You might Damn. be thinking of a different place. Maybe Jazz Bones. No, it was. No, it was definitely. Wait, what? What did you just call it? Airport. Airport Tavern. Tavern. It's at like South Tacoma. Yeah. Yeah, it was Airport Tavern. It's yeah, like little, you go through, the there's like a bar, yeah. and then you walk all the way to the back. There's like a stage, and then to the right, there's like a little showroom. Yeah. 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 yeah that, wow, he was there. Kirk Fox is uh, <laughs> wow. Kirk uh, Fox is like a nutty enough dude that he might, yeah. I can see him doing that. I bet that. you got the tables out of there and just like set up chairs. You could actually get like. I think that's what it was, there. too. It could seat with tables uh, 40. Yeah. Damn. If you got rid of the tables, would be more, man. Right. But then nobody could drink, and the bar would lose even more money than they lost <laughs> they by drink. paying me for every show. But, yeah, I mean, for producing, I would say, like, the Filthy Show hosting it is almost like my open mic. But it's an open right. mic for, like, 150 people. 
where I get to right. open the show. Yeah. And it's, and and the tough thing always when you're producing a show and then you have a job also, the tough thing is always like, you're like, well, I want to write stuff for this show, but I also need to do all the work to produce this show. Yeah. And you're like, well, sometimes you have to choose between those two things. And then you're like, fuck. So I'm going to go up and do like shit. All these people have already heard. Yes. And then yeah, that's when you want to kill it. When you're like doing mediocre with established material yeah. on a show that you only do to be able to do new material. That's when you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I mean, I've gone up and like had jokes in mind and then just riffed for eight minutes too, yeah. like, cause it's such a rowdy crowd. It's an 11 PM Saturday right. night crowd. Like you can, I, I'll go up there and just like, just ask different people what the craziest like sexual thing they've done is right. <laughs> and like, that'll work just for eight minutes. Sure. Cause it's like, you know, I want to try and do shit, but then I'm worried like, but you also don't want to start the show shitty. It's your yeah. show. Right. So, but you know, it's fun. It's been working out. All right. Well, that's how we're going to end it. Good, good. Because I think we're, yeah, we're at an hour and 20 minutes and we got to leave pretty soon, right? Adam Sandler movie length. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I Chris, shoot for. Chris Rock, uh, what's that movie called? Down to Earth? Yeah. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah. It's a good movie, man. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's a remake. It is. All right. Uh, All right. What, yeah. a, what an end. What an end. A remake Chris Rock shit.